Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages all around the world, hello and welcome. It is episode 21. Woo, we can drink. That means we win. The game is over. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Blackjack, we are done. <laughs> uh, we had to win by two, though. Uh, for, for Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat, FM 99 WNOR's only WWE-related podcast. I am Eric today. Most days, but I am I am me today as well. To my left is Sean. Hi. And Dave's not here, man. Dave's not here, man. He might run in at the end. Possible. But I, I don't have his music queued up, so that might not work. If he does, I'm going to chop block the crap out of him. <laughs> right in the back of the knee. And it's 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 a very eventful week for not having an event to talk about. Yeah, a lot going on. What the heck? A lot going on in the world of wrestling. Um, how do they tell us what they want us to talk about there, Shawnee? Well, there's lots of ways for them Should to get he? in touch with us. Uh, and first of all, the easiest one, ESPR at FM99.com. Heard you guys struggling with that last week. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. But that is the email if you want to reach us. Twitter at ESPR99 as well. We did just get a tweet in there, so thank you for that. Literally, as we were about to start, we got another one uh, for something somebody wants, to talk, uh, wants us to talk about. You can also follow us on Facebook.com slash ESPR99. I am going to say this. I don't want to call anybody out, Jeffrey, but... you going to say it. Oh, snap. <laughs> as you, you listen to the episode, it's cool to let us know what you think and everything. We dig it. But we would prefer you comment rather than message us. Simply because, <laughs> simply because, not that we can't respond to you. We do, obviously. Mm, yeah, all but, over it. Yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> but but uh, if you comment on our posts, they're seen by more people. Uh-huh. So it allows it to spread further thanks to uh-huh. Facebook's stupid algorithms. So if you could do that for us, we would really appreciate it. Without the condom. The condom is the message and it's safe. Right. But you need the no condom. <laughs> the pull-out method of listening, if you will. Raw comments. Mm, FM99.com. You can go there under the media tab. We are right there, ESPR. You can also find us on most of your major podcast apps. Just search ESPR. And you should be able to find us. Neat! Yeah! So do we start in jolly old England? Um, or do we go? Do we go even around the rising sun and across I was gonna, the? I was going to start there. Other pond. That's going to pay. That's not going to tie in as much with everything else we want to talk about. That's a good point. So we'll start. We'll start in the land of the rising sun. A little outlier. That's right, Japan. That's right for New Japan oh, Pro right. Wrestling. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We had a big, big announcement, and I'm, I know people want us to talk about this stuff more. So here you go. You're getting your wish. It ties in a little bit because we found out that Kenny Omega is going to be taking on Chris Jericho. At Wrestle Kingdom 12, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about that. Pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah, I saw Wrestle Kingdom 9. It's what introduced me to most of that. All right, um, and I'd seen in- individual things before that, but I saw that whole pay per view. The plot carry over from seven and eight. Well, you know, it's a little rough because I don't speak the language, but oh, right. um, <laughs> no, luckily they have announcers I can understand. Okay. But um, I did see Wrestle Kingdom 9, miss 10, saw 11. Pretty excited about 12 now. So I think we'll make it a streak here of two that I'm going to watch. Oh, snap. That's impressive. Now, way to set the bar low. Okay. Yeah. Well, (laughs) keep it low because otherwise people expect things of you. No, sir. Kenny Omega. I know you're not particularly familiar with Kenny Omega. You may have seen. You see. Have you seen some? Like, he's all over online. Yeah. Oh, he's the internet darling. So I've seen like a couple of his matches and I I don't care for the young bucks annoy me. Oh, the young bucks annoy the crap out of me. I don't I don't get. Don't get me wrong. They're talented dudes. But as much as other people (laughs) complain about some of the stuff they see from like WWE guys, man, am I tired of super kicks from the young bucks. Yeah, man, am I tired of them. To me, super kicks are kind of a weak finisher anyway. I mean, it was never a Shawn Michaels guy. Right. So from it worked when like one dude was doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now there's like 12 dudes who do it. And there's a bunch of them who do it when it's not a finisher. Like Rusev does a version of it. It's not the same, but it's a version of it. And he's huge. Yeah. If he doesn't put you down with this with a kick like that, how does anybody else? Right. 
You know, and I, and I get it, the, the suspension of disbelief and everything, but this is just, it's become the new Spear, which, oh, you know, because Spear yeah. happened forever, and it's kind of making a comeback, and, no. uh, and and remember for a while, everybody was doing a choke slam, you know, people yeah. that had, people who were six foot five were doing choke slams, it's like, guys, you're big, you're not that big, calm down, <laughs> this is reserved for giants, but um, I get what you mean about that, he is the internet darling now, sure. uh, I feel like more so than he used to be, simply because he's one of the only ones left. Uh, because WWE's taken everybody else. True, true. And so I feel like now he's the guy that they're clinging to because he's their cool cred, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I'm not the saying the man's outsider. not good. I'm not saying the man's not good. He's had amazing matches. I just per- I personally think AJ Styles is the best wrestler in the world, but whatever. That's right. That's, That's right. You're allowed point. to think that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody out there right now is throwing things. They're so angry. But okay, Kenny Omega. If you're not familiar with him, i got a few matches here that you're going to want to watch All right, good. before you see him take on Chris Jericho. I went and found some of the matches that I thought I saw a few lists and what people were talking about, and I was kind of compiling what I thought out of that was maybe the best ones to watch. I think these are the ones you used to watch. Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi. First of all, you saw him in the Cruiserweight Classic. He was one of the guys who made it all the way through to the end. He was fantastic. He mm. was great. Mm. Everybody loved him. And this is going to be at DDT Budokan 2012. Okay, that was... <laughs> it's that easy. <laughs> it is. It's a great match. Check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. Plus, you get the familiarity of a guy you have seen before in the Cruiserweight Classic. Kenny Omega versus Tetsuya Naito from G1 Climax 2016. That was kind of... Uh, he had a run in G1 that was pretty amazing. Kenny Omega did. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's a good one to watch because it was kind of an introduction to the world for him. He was already a big deal in Japan, but this kind of this was televised where people could watch it around the world... So it was a huge right. thing to introduce him to the world. So it was kind of, for lack of a better term, I saw it referred to as his coming out party. Gross. Yeah, a little bit. But <laughs> but it's... <laughs> Put him back. He's not done. <laughs> Whoa, hey, no respect. But uh, it was a great way to introduce him to the world. It's a great match. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Kazuchiki... I can't ever say this name. Kazuchika uh-huh. Okada. Where is Dave when we need him? Yeah, right? From <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom 11 last year. Um, it was the main event. It was amazing. It was for the, the, the championship. Uh, fantastic match. Literally might have been... It was right up there with match of the year candidates from every other company. Right. So I absolutely see it. They did have a rematch later on that year at, it was, I wrote it down, Dominion 2017. And that match, maybe even a little better than the Ah. first one. Yeah. But it's like the Shawn Michaels Undertaker thing. If you're going to watch just one of them, watch the first one. Okay. It's an amazing match, and it's their first big main event match like that. So just check that one out. But yeah, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, I'm super excited. I'm planning on trying to watch it live. Are you going to watch it at all? I'll wait till it's on YouTube. But you'll watch it. <laughs> I, I, pl- I do plan on it. What cracks me up is is just the difference between these two guys physically. Like Jericho is is on the decline. As, yeah, of course. As, as a guy who's done this for 30 plus years would be. Right. And Omega looks straight out of a Vince McMahon dream. Right. In a way. Right. Doesn't he, though? I mean, he's <laughs> tall. He's got some muscle to him. He's 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 kind of got an edge build almost, you know what I mean? Long, mm-hmm. but, def- you know, good build. A little bigger up top, but yeah. A little bigger. Yeah, a little bigger. whereas Jericho is, is not that anymore. And not that I just want to compare physiques, but we can talk about the movie Predator all day that way. Oh, my God. If come on. I mean, come on. Just mass alone. That's uh, the best movie ever. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> so that, that, that is not the, it's not the way I wanted to start that. But Jericho is so damn good on yeah. the mic all the time. And he's great at telling a story in the ring, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Even if he can't quite go like he used to, I mean, we've seen it. If he's in there with the right guy, he's a little slow now. Yeah, if he's in there with the right guy, he can he can absolutely tell tell a good story and have a great match. Oh, for sure. And I think Kenny Omega probably probably a really good choice from Kenny Omega. Still young enough, he can create a lot of movement. 
Yeah. And he can yeah. and I mean he's gonna be trying to ground it's gonna be a wear down thing with him dominating Y2J through most of the match, probably. Mm-hmm. So but I mean the crowd was super excited. I'm super excited. Um I do think oh, by the way, cool, super cool. We get to FM ninety nine Hummer former Hummer of the Week. Uh-huh. Fozzie's uh, uh Judas. That was that's apparently the song he's using in um oh, yeah, New that, Japan. Was, that was the song that yeah, because I watched the reveal. Yeah. And and the song is there. Yeah. And I was like, like Who nice. is this? How do you not know, man? Oh, it, I guess. it's the bass player from Fozzie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that guy doesn't listen to FM ninety nine, stupid announcer. I mean he could, even in, in Japan, Japan with the app. Nothing screams Japanese wrestling to me like two Canadians fighting over a United States title. That's, that's what I always you're say. Darn right. <laughs> So that's intrigue. International intrigue is what this match is. It really is, and I feel like that's the thing that New Japan struggles for these days. I mean, they have guys that people like around the world. Jericho is one of the few left who's active and good Mm -hmm. who has worldwide appeal on a a big level. I was so shocked that this could happen, and then I I read, oh, his contract with with Vince is up. So he can, technically. I'm sure there's no... And really, this does nothing to hurt Jericho. Like, oh. I mean, it do, it does nothing but increase his appeal. So, in the event that Vince wants to bring him back, it just keeps him relevant. Yep. Because they're gonna, you know, this match is gonna be talked about for a long time. Mm-hmm. Building up to it, there's gonna be tons of talk, and afterwards, they're gonna be talking about this match for a while. So, this is this does nothing but good things for Jericho and his character if he goes back to the WWE. Which you know? he will. Of course, we eventually. all know he will. Eventually, he's the king of comebacks. Oh my God, he's so good at him. He's the best. So switching away from New Japan, yeah. uh, we're going to go, well, let's go back here a little bit. Bong. NXT again. Uh, by the way, just going to throw this out there real quick. I saw Johnny Gargano versus Fa- Fabian Eichner on NXT from this past week. Okay. Wow. Fabian Eichner. He calls himself the the, the high-flying heavyweight because he's like 230, 240. I mean, he's not a big heavyweight, but he's sure, 230, sure. 240. He's about six feet tall. Dude does some cruiserweight, like legit cruiserweight stuff, and he's a big dude. But he had a great match with Johnny Gargano. I was super impressed. Seriously, go out of your way to watch it, people. Um, and then uh, they announced at the end of the show it's going to be War Games at NXT TakeOver Houston, uh, which is going to be right before Survivor Series. And it's going to be Sanity versus the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong versus the Undisputed Era, which is basically ROH. And so that's <laughs> what it is. And... I for years I've been saying they'll never do war games. Oh. They'll never do war games because oh. they won't want to give up the floor space, the right. seating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to to have two rings and a cage around that. So, I, my logic was it'll never happen because they don't want to give up the floor space. Well, I was wrong apparently, oh. and Snap. so now we're gonna get war games, two rings inside of one cage. I'm pretty excited, if for no other reason, just for the, like they said, it hasn't happened in like 20 years. Mm-hmm. So the nostalgia factor alone kind of grabs me a little bit will I'll, will both rings be used for every other match or is like each one going to try to stick to just like I've, I've never watched one all the way through like no you know ge- what I mean, the entire show generally speaking it's one one ring for the other matches but the idea being that the war games match takes up so much time that there's really right. not a whole lot else to be on the show okay because they do and now i'm not sure about the rules of how they're going to do this elimination style or- they well what they do is it's you get entrance they don't all come in at the same time. Okay. So you get a guy, and then it'll be a coin toss beforehand, which really doesn't work with three teams, but still. <laughs> um, and they'll do a coin toss or something to determine who's going to be the first one to have another teammate come out. Then that team's at an advantage until the next guy comes out. Uh-huh. Right. And so it'll work like that. In fact, I, and I could be wrong. Don't, don't quote me on this. Again, it's been, tw- it's been 20 years or so. <laughs> Um, I don't know that you can even go for a win until everybody's in the match. Uh-huh. I think it's just a beat down at that point. <laughs> an extended beatdown. Okay. But, I mean, it's going to be... I, I'm expecting it to be kind of crazy. And this is uh, the night before Survivor Series? Correct. Is that the same weekend? Yeah. 
Yep, this is their their big show that they always try to coincide with one of the big four. So I'm pretty excited about it. I, I'm definitely going to watch that live. Are you going to watch that? Uh, that's why I was asking. I can promise nothing. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. I'm, I'm fairly certain I'll be able to talk you into watching the match at least at some point. Right, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Because <laughs> the match will be pretty hot. That'll be one of those things that after it happens, I'm sure we're going to want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Because all three of those teams, incredibly talented people in it. And it's a good mix. Like, you've got a lot of really technical uh, and slash cruiserweight type stuff from the Undisputed Era. You've got a mad amount of power and ridiculous roughhouse style from um, the Authors of Pain. And then you got Roderick Strong, who mixes in a little bit of that R-rate style with them. And then you've got Sanity, who is a car crash, essentially. Ah. Like, they're really good. Eric Young from TNA is in there, but he they're essentially like a car crash, is kind of <laughs> what they are. And they're great. I love watching them. Sweet. So it's a really cool mix. That should be a fun show. And all of that, again, ties us to Survivor Series, which we got more from the, the big shows this week on SmackDown. Yeah. To, to, to scheduled matches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it's it's Wow. It's going to be different for sure. Um, we, we I guess we should talk about this right off the bat. Instead of getting Brock Lesnar... Versus Jin Bor Mahal. Buh. Yeah, we're getting Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. And suddenly, suddenly, people care. Oh my God, I care so much. Suddenly, I'm not threatening to quit everything. <laughs> I said weeks ago Gotta that find if a new reason that yeah right. I said weeks ago that if they if they were gonna do this, I was like, oh man, what if what if you had like AJ beat Jinder beforehand, and then they were like, oh great, you won, but now you've got to face Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'm so excited it happened. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's quite a dance. Because no, yeah, right? I've been working on it. My balance is really on point today. But uh, I, I've been so excited about it because, God, I don't care about gender. No. I don't no, care. No. And it's it's mad it's maddening because uh, Miz called Corbin the bathroom break on SmackDown, and it's like no 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 no. No, I'll watch I'll watch Corbin. Yeah, I'll watch Baron Corbin all day rather than watch one segment with Jinder Mahal. Yeah, one. But I you want racist American. You oh just get you just intolerant. Look, can we just have one foreigner gimmick and let it be Rusev? <laughs> By the way, love him in Aiden English. Love him in Aiden English. So good. I'm it's a, so I, I wish he wasn't losing to Roost or to Randy Orton again, but whatever. Um I, I yeah. Every day is a Rusev day, which is kind of stealing from Luke Harper's Twitter gimmick. Which oh, is, really? I didn't know that. Well, every day Luke Harper just says it's Wednesday, you know what that means. It's oh. Thursday, you know what that means. Okay, all right. It's Rusev Day, you know what that means. Like it's just, it's just an ongoing like. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Well, maybe he asked him for permission. Uh, yeah, I, I do love singing. It's Rusev Day. That's pretty great. Around isn't the it? house, isn't it? Just yeah. I'm sure, your pregnant wife loves that. No, she actually. The uh, oh no, she's asleep. I just, <laughs> okay, I just good. Walk, it's just me. I just I just walk around it's quietly. Rusev Day. <laughs> like he kind of sounds like a muppet. A little, <laughs> a yeah, little, a bit. little bit. I'm expecting a hand up his hindquarters. Well, but, that's Rusev. And, oh, okay. I thought it was Vince. But anyway. Machka. Machka. It's Kevin Spacey. Nothing. Um, the Sir. point being, I said nothing. Uh, so we've got Jinder, who is just the worst. But uh, you know what? I think that his match with AJ on SmackDown is the best match he's ever had. It's already got over a million views as of this recording, and it happened really? less than 24 hours ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's people, crazy. It's it's like, okay, well, did the India experiment fail or did it pass? Because I had read that it was failing hard, but that doesn't mean that it's true. I read that as well, but here's the thing. I'll take it no matter what. Yeah. But I think this is a short-term thing simply because they don't want gender to be in a flop, which they right. knew that match was going to be. Yeah. And he's not going to get a win back against Brock. He's oh, going to no. lose, and that's it. They're not going <laughs> to fight again. 
So here's the thing. We have him drop the title to AJ real quick. AJ goes in, loses to Brock. Then the very next week, he can lose to Jinder. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just a way to keep Jinder from getting beat horribly by Brock. And that sucks if that's the case. However, because it's... I will still take it because AJ is now a two-time WWE champion. That's right. When did anybody ever think that AJ Styles would end up being a two-time WWE champion? Within like two years, right? Uh, yeah, he came. It, yeah, it hasn't been a full two years. Yet. Yeah, so within two years, he's got two reigns as WWE champion. And the first one was pretty long. Yeah, it was a good reign. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just saying, AJ Styles doing all right. Yeah. Even if he is just transitional here. Totally fine with it. Pumped, pumped to have him. Oh, dude, it's good. It, it automatically made the show. Like, I was already excited about this show, and I was excited about everything on it except that match. Yeah. Now I'm excited <laughs> about the whole show. <laughs> so it's way, way better now. Um, I still think he's going to lose. I mean, Brock's pretty yeah. much still got to win. Yeah, universe versus company name. I mean, you yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. It would be it would be crazy. Don't get me wrong. It would be insane if AJ wound up winning somehow. Yeah. But the, at least with AJ, I buy him as such a good wrestler mm-hmm. that if he squeaks out a win, I consider, hey, he got a lucky one in on Brock, and it was a, the one one this, the one out of one hundred. And you it know? doesn't hurt Brock nearly as much. Cause no, because AJ's respected. Because we would believe it. Yeah, yeah. AJ's Wouldn't, respected. D- would no didn't give Jinder a chance ever. No, in fact, and the sheer fact that Brock would have had to sell offense from him would have made me angry. Yeah, you know, it would have made me very angry. Um. So okay. So other than that, it looks like we're going to get with Roman back. Oh. I guess now we're getting uh, the Shield versus the New Day. Because, huh. oh, yeah, we're going to announce on our website the day after SmackDown that Roman's coming back next week. Why not announce that on SmackDown? Uh, well, okay. Now, keep in mind, it hap- It was in England, so it like... Oh, yeah. It was like three, it was like three years yeah, yeah, that they taped yeah, that yeah, yesterday. Yeah, the time yeah. difference is nuts. So it's, I mean, it's I get there was a late. tape delay. I get that. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like they would have known within the same day... You know, if Roman was coming back. Yeah, those 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 doctors do wonders. They work on their schedules. I mean, that's true, I guess. But I don't know. It just seems silly to me. Or at the very least, hold off till Monday and then have him be a surprise return. Mm-hmm. Like the Shield's out there calling out the New Day. Right, New yeah. Day shows up and all of a sudden Roman comes out. You cost us the title. Yeah. yeah. and all the, yeah. So, I mean, that's clearly where it's going to go is yeah. Shield versus uh, New Day, which I'm good with. Dude, I think Rollins' vest has too many buckles on it that look like they hurt. All the buckles. All There's of them. so many buckles, he, and I don't think they have tactical uses. Do you remember? <laughs> do you Just remember saying. in like the '90s? I think it was the uh, Landis when he did comics. All of his characters had way too many pouches and buckles. Sure. Like Cable, Cable was covered in pouches <laughs> and buckles. That's what what Seth's vest looks like. It's way too much. Dean looks great when he gets rid of it. That's fine. Roman, I, yeah, come on, man. Roman's it, looks like a bulletproof vest. Like it always yes, has. Roman's looks like it absorbs too much punishment. Yeah, it, it looks like a, it looks like a life preserver. It, it to me, it kind of looks like the same thing that uh, D'Lo Brown used forever as a heel <laughs> when he used that chest protector. And can I just say? Can I just say? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it. Say it. Shield, no, wait, don't. Shield. Damn. Okay, go ahead. Shield using the same music. I know it was their music originally. Yeah. Um, But Death and death and Scene both have so much better individual themes than the Shield music is. Yeah, Death and Scene. <laughs> um, I, Either I, one. I, Seth's is awesome, and it's too oh, cool Seth's for him. Oh, Seth's is great. Yeah. <laughs> Seth's is great. After, ta- after we talked to him on the phone, and I asked if he was into other, like, you know, fast stuff like that he named some girly bands and i thought oh oh man that 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 really bums me out although he when he he did a thing i saw him on uh up up down down which is great you should check it out and they asked him about his music because they were playing the wwe game which actually i'll talk about here in a little bit 
and they they were talking to him about it. He loves that music. Like he loves his theme. Yeah, his you know theme's I mean? great. So I mean, at least at least he has a fan of that as well. You right. He's not like oh, it would be great, it'd be better if it was done by Isaiah Lee Dying or something. You know. Yeah. I mean, whatever. He loves all those verb the noun bands. Verb just like oh come <laughs> on man. Verb the noun. I love that. I think I'm gonna start calling bands that. <laughs> Verb the noun. With you know, the, they all have girl haircuts and wear guy liner. Yeah, all of them. Every last one. Yeah! Um, Sorry. It's, but anyway, S.H.I.E.L.D. versus New Day. I mean, really, if you think about it, over the last few, like, at least, what, 10 years, probably the most substantial groups, factions they've had. The only ones. I mean, we've had a few random than, little ones you know, that popped up. Social misfits. Yeah, and, and I mean, <laughs> you've had a few that popped up and just didn't really do anything. I mean, say what you want about Nexus. It was cool for all about five minutes, and then they ruined it. <laughs> um, the Shield has been the coolest faction they've had since Evolution. Because mm-hmm. um, Evolution was great. I don't care what anybody says. Don't you sleep on Evolution. <laughs> um, they're the coolest faction since Evolution, without a doubt. And they all... And when, Man, I tell you what, more so than separately, they just come across as badasses. Mm. There's just something about the whole idea. S- Seth just just Monday night just looked like a different wrestler. Yeah, like just a, a, aggressiveness turned up to ten. For, whereas it, so I'm used to seeing it at like a four. Yeah, he's just out of his mind. Yeah, but I love it. But see, that was one of the place. things that made him so popular when he was in the Shield originally. Yeah, because he had that crazy aggressiveness, and I'm like, it just they they buy they they do those characters so well. I, mm. I love the Shield. Um, and the New Day, I mean, goofy, funny, and whatnot, but have proven to be one of the more successful acts. Oh, for sure. <laughs> when they when, when they were heels, they yeah. they were, um, and that lasted for like a week. But <laughs> well, they still tried to be heels. Yeah, but the crowd didn't let them. No, but I mean, it 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 was believable for sure. There yeah. were a couple episodes of I think it was Raw where they laid waste to everybody and standing in the ring gyrating, yeah. and it's like, oh. Yeah. Like it's it's I think it was meant to be obnoxious, but in this world we live in now, it's hard to it's hard to get away with that. <laughs> you can't fabricate obnoxiousness. It yeah. just is. You just is or you isn't. Yeah, that's, I almost went is ain't, but that would have been weird. It's good. Yeah, sure. <laughs> is you is or is you ain't. But Sir. the point is now I'm super excited about that match. I think it's gonna be fantastic. And that leaves us with the new day, or I'm sorry, the Usos versus the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Well, I'm gonna say this. It leaves us with the Usos versus the bar, provided one of the Usos isn't hurt. Oh, I hadn't, seen, I hadn't seen. Yeah, in the tag match they had on, on SmackDown last night, and uh, I don't blame you for missing it because it was only about a minute long, um, <laughs> there was a part where Gable does a chop block to one of the Usos, forgive me for not knowing which one, they're twins, um, on the outside, and he hits him, and it's not so much the way he hits him, but it's the way that the Uso goes to sell it. He bends back and kind of gets stuck, Okay, and he tries to twist out of it, uh, and he grabs like his knee Yeah, twist. and yeah. it's... It, he was... You know, the count starts, and the, the rest counting... And Shelton's just watching him, waiting for him to get back in the ring. So it made no sense because Shelton's just waiting. Mm. And it looked like he was going to go to get up, and then he couldn't. And he just was like, mm, nope. And he just sat there. But he didn't get up afterwards. It's not like he got up and they were gloating or he's like overly faking right. the injury. He never got up. He huh. sat there the whole time. And so I'm like, that could be a real thing. Like the Usos yeah. may be out of this, in which case, yeah. then who do you put it on? Do you put it on Gable and That's not and as Benjamin? exciting. No, it's not. I mean, I'm sure it'll still be good. It's fine, but like. Okay, what are the other tag options? I mean, <laughs> hype Raleigh, bros. Uh, Hype Bros, yeah. Um, Bri- Brizango, uh, yes. Bludgeon Brothers, if you want them to show up I, all of a sudden. Either of those two. Yeah. Put, push the Ascension, damn it! Yeah, that won't happen. Oh, come the, on. The, 
Well, now they have the Bludgeon Brothers. They don't. Need I mean, them. Fashion Police writes itself. What are you? Your military jackets and cle- uh, Well, they'd be facing kilts? the bar. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, that would be great. The tickets, the tickets they'd write. Oh, the tickets. Oh for my the god, Bludgeon I love Brothers. the tickets, dude. Gonna- and how how amazing would it be, like Seamus or somebody goes up to the top rope, and I love that thing that that um that uh. Jesus, Breeze Dango. does. Breeze does. Or he's on the ground and he just rolls away. <laughs> and they'll go to the next corner. He rolls away from that one. Yeah. He goes all the way. It's so funny. It's well, it's crazy because you say that and it's like, oh right, they have had a match. Yeah. Oh, they've wrestled <laughs> it, it previously. What he just, did against the Usos and he was the master of disguise. And it was a good match. Yeah. And it's, my thing is this: either one of those teams would at least add the excitement of, hey, Breezango, everybody loves them and they haven't wrestled in a while and this is great. Yeah. Or the Bludgeon Brothers. You've got the excitement because it's the debut of the Bludgeon Brothers, and it's a chance to make them look strong. So God, don't mess this up. Well, please. They're so. I mean, they're just they're just Ascension 2.0 is what it looks like. Kind of. They're just oh, not as well. They're potentially going to be. be they that. they could be if they're not careful with them. Um, yes. th- th- my other danger is that they'll just be Wyatt 2.0, which yeah. is just. I mean, there was nothing there really outside of they followed Wyatt. So you got to give them a little more this time, man. I love the, I'm loving the promos, but Luke Harper's voice is weird. Yeah, it is. Rowan's is beautiful. Rowan's is amazing. I am so Rowan's, jealous. Rowan's is almost like shake, like a thespian Shakespearean yeah. voice. Like he's his delivery is so good. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like I can't even. I, I, I don't even want to try it. I was just gonna read the words on this sticky pad that someone left in the studio. Doctor Phil, like I can't even come close. Addicted to porn, like yeah, it's, it's so good. It's so deep. He nails like, it. He sounds like Kane almost. Yeah, a you little know? bit. When, when, but and Kane sounds like the Undertaker a lot. Yeah. You sure they're not brothers? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I've heard they are. But, yeah. yeah. Kayfabe. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I, I think my pick would be, uh, I I might go with the Bludgeon Brothers if he got us replace him with a team. I like Gable and Benjamin. I do. They just haven't caught on. Sheamus and Rowan can't be in the same ring fighting each other at the same time. Oh my god, they, but that'd be amazing. I want to see that ginger. I want to see that ginger on ginger violence. It's, no, man. It's 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 a black hole. It's like when <laughs> it, it happened. <laughs> It's a white hole. It happened on on Monday Night Football this past week when um, two guys numbered sixty nine were going up against each other yeah. on the on the line. Like yeah. the, the space and time just warps. Let's do it's great, too nice. Let's do a storyline where when Seamus and Rowan hit each other, like anytime they make contact with each other, there's like a sizzle and a pop from lights somewhere or something oh, like yeah. that. Like and they like, both oh. immediately just fall they flat get, on their they, back as they yeah as they get near each other, the lights start to dim and you hear. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when they back up and it stops. Like that'd be amazing. <laughs> But I mean, like, I'd pick the Bludgeon Brothers just because there's the excitement of the debut. We've been waiting for them mm-hmm. to debut. I don't even know when they are, technically. Like, I've seen pictures of them at house shows in Europe. Yeah. I mean, I guess but. maybe I guess maybe they could do. Well, maybe they go with Brizongo in the match, and then the mm-hmm. Bludgeon Brothers show up. Ruin it because they are B two logically. That's who everybody thinks Ruiners. they are. <laughs> Ruiners. Rome Rowaners. Nice. Thank you. I try so hard. Um, and then we've got uh, some of the teams that look like they're filling out now. We've got Kurt, Jason, Jordan, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman on the Raw team taking on Shane McMahon, Rude, uh, Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena. I got to tell you, this feels stacked one way. This feels yeah. really stacked one way. A little bit. <laughs> like, um. like. Wow, you've got Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena all on one team, and then Bobby Roode's no, no nobody to sleep on, and then Shane. But um, <laughs> the other team has Jason Jordan and Finn and Samoa Joe, who I mean are both great, and Braun Strowman, but they they don't have quite the name recognition of some no. of the guys on the other team. No, and then Kurt Angle, who don't get me wrong, I'm sure he'll do fine, but he's not gonna be, he's not gonna. I don't, I don't expect him to wow us in a five on five match. No, you know, so. 
I mean, <sighs> this is just going to turn into. I mean, we we all know. Like, so th- so so, how do they screw up what we think we know? Because we all assume that. Kevin and Sammy are going to call SmackDown the match. Like, See, and I thought that's that, everywhere. I thought that. Then I thought somehow Jordan ends up costing Raw the match. Because, oh. I mean, Jordan's not catching on as a good guy. No. You didn't need any more evidence than that than watching him take on uh, Elias on on Monday and the crowd was chanting for Elias. I, I love Elias. I, I, I'm indifferent to Jordan. And you're I feel you're, like walk, you're walking with same. Elias? I'll walk with him. Not far, but yeah, I'll I mean, walk not, with him. If, not I fast. Right, if I have the right shoes on. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. You, um, look, you put a guitar on the Macho Man and a bunch of scarves. That's what you did. Yeah, basically. And and I'm okay with it because he's so bad at playing. I he's love so that bad. he's so bad he's at so playing. Bad. And don't ever practice. Don't ever. <laughs> and uh, I, but my thought, my thought was maybe Jordan does that, and that's how you start making him a bad guy because yeah. that sows the seeds of that or something. Yeah, but you can't turn everybody heel. No, I know. But I mean, <laughs> Sammy, be. Sammy, and Kevin make sense. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a logical outcome, dude. Which makes me think neither of these will make sense. Not yeah. neither of these will happen. Now it's going to be Daniel Bryan who costs SmackDown all match. of a sudden. Yes, and then he'll swerve. <laughs> you know, something like that. John then, McCain will show up and cost him the match. I don't know. Just they'll do. They'll go as off the wall as they can somehow, <laughs> um, just so that it makes no sense. The, Is that the president? <laughs> oh God, no. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I. The one thing that bothers me about the show, I'm super pumped for it, right? Mm-hmm. I still have an issue with these brand versus brand shows because there's no reason. Not really. Like, you, if you want me to get on board with the bad guys and the good guys putting their sides of different their, their their differences aside and getting on the same page to fight the other brand, there needs to be stakes somehow. Sure. Like, something like. Um, uh, okay, so so baseball, the All Star Game, you know, yeah. whoever wins gets home field for the World Series, right? So the like the team who wins at SmackDown, it's their title that Royal Rumble winner goes for, regardless of show. My maybe. thought process was, I mean, and that works too. My thought process was, do it something like make the whole show point based, right, mm-hmm. and stack it in a way so that the main event, the the five on five can still be the difference maker, regardless of who's leading at the time, just to keep guessing up there. You know what yeah. I mean? And then. What you do is whichever show wins is guaranteed like the last four spots in the Royal Rumble. Oh, right. because that yeah, dramatically that. increases that show's chances for winning the main event spot at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And it's not a gimme, but it's it's you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like and that's a good enough thing because people who want to be in the Royal Rumble, that guarantees, you know, they're get they're It guarantees them getting a better chance because what I would do is say they get those last four spots. And SmackDown just doesn't get those four, like the two yeah. spots they should be getting. You right. know what I mean? They just don't get them. So Raw technically, or whoever, you know, wins, gets two extra spots. So something along those lines. Fudge with the numbers, come up with whatever you want. But I feel like <laughs> something like that would at least make it seem logical why guys who should hate each other should put aside their differences or at least try to. Mm. And then if there are stakes on the line, say Finn and Samoa Joe can't coexist on the same team, right? Then when they do finally blow up on each other, it's even bigger that they couldn't contain it till the end of the match right. because there was something to lose at that regard, not just bragging rights. Losers. Losers. <laughs> and speaking of Finn, we got asked about this. Uh, apparently there's a rumor swirling around it's supposed to be Finn and Brock at the Rumble. Hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I'm, I mean, I'd love to see it. Sure. I guess it would have to be Finn, though, because if it's Demon King... Well, no, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Let Brock be the guy to beat the Demon King. Yeah, makes sense. You know? But I feel like he needs more matches under his belt. I'm, I'm still sticking with the at least 20 Demon matches before he can lose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I agree with you there. But, yeah, bro- Beast Beast beats Demon beats uh, Titus. I'd, so, yeah, that's that's the rock, paper, scissors of the thing. I'd, I'd, I'd be into um, Finn versus Brock at the Rumble. 
If for no other difference than just the goddamn size difference between the two. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like, Finn is not big. There's going to be a lot of Finn rolling around grabbing those abs. Yeah. That's, that's the think. whole match. The, in- the end. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen to AJ. Yeah, for gonna, sure. Because Brock doesn't start. He, he starts. Every match is the same except for the Goldbergs. Yeah, Let me get you in the corner. Shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. shoulder. shoulder and, yeah. Well, and then after that, he just goes to work. Yeah. You know, it's usually shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. They work out of the corner, German suplex. Yeah. And then he starts hopping around, and then it just becomes a suplex. The suplex city. Uh-huh. But, um... We all learn to count. We practice. I'm, I'm hoping that they're mixing that formula up now. Like, maybe that's one of the reasons AJ's in the match is because they know they can do more with AJ than they could with AJ's Jigger. just going to do backflips out of the way of everything. That'd be cool. That'd be great. <laughs> I'd love that, because then Brock has to think outside the box. Yep. You know? Um, but the difference is now we know the 1F5 can beat everybody. <sighs> And I mean, I believe it when it's AJ. Bummer. I believe it when it's AJ. Yeah. You know? He, he, he's, a f- he's a guy you can fling if you're yeah. Brock. Oh, God, that'll be ugly. That F5. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, what, what, see, what would be cool for a guy like AJ and for Finn, too, is to actually helicopter him off your shoulder. So, yeah. that, like, don't go down with him. Just let him spin. <laughs> yeah. Then they might it. be able to. When is Survivor Series? Do you remember? Uh, the 19th. Oh, God, so we've only got one more show before then. So ne- uh, next week will be the preview show? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh-huh. Awesome. So we'll know everything in stone by then, and we can do <laughs> the previews. And then we'll also, I guess we could probably do some, well, you can't. Maybe Dave and I will do a video with our takeover predictions. Oh, right. Because we did that last time. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll do that next week. You got oh, that. Yeah, I can't predict it if I'm not. I was gonna, I'm, <laughs> I well, you know what? Actually, players. it would be funny is if we did ask you just so you could be like, right. ah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. can do that, sure. Sure, why not? Just pick. We'll, we'll show you pictures, and you base it on. Right. The, the listeners will know who you're talking about, so that works. <laughs> but in any event, uh, so yeah, I guess uh, I think we've covered everything Andrew sent us. All right, cool. So cool. No, well, the one tweet we got right before we started. Oh, okay. Was, did we? Was, did I miss something? No, it was. It was. Uh, sorry. Oh God. I should be more prepared. I, I read it in the elevator as I was coming back into work. It was do 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 do. In case you guys don't know, you can tweet us at ESPR. Do you want to see Dean and Seth versus Usos? Or are you happy with the Shield? will feud with the New Day. Mm. I mean, we kind of answered that. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm good with the way it's working yes. out. All right, thank you, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I, I was pumped for for Dean and Seth versus the Usos, but I, I you know the bar is fantastic, so I'm expecting a great I'm, match I'm, there too. I'm a bigger fan of the bar. I will say this: heel versus heel matches are weird, and there, there's several heel heel versus heel matches on the show, and. I don't love that, yeah. but at the same time, I'm more forgiving when it is this brand warfare well, thing, because there's no longer storyline to play out. There's still heels you cheer for. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, the bar is still still gets pretty bar. decent cheers when they're not against the shield. Yeah, no, for sure they do. For sure. Um, I, It's one of those things that I do just feel like, when it's brand warfare, you can get away with these, because yeah. the idea is to make somebody pick a side. Right. Not like, oh, this is the good guy and this is the bad guy. You pick a side. You're a SmackDown fan. You're a Raw fan. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is where I feel like you need stakes in, in the thing. Because otherwise... And potatoes. If there's no stakes, then why don't one of the heels, when they start losing, just take a walk? Yeah. Because they do that so frequently when there's nothing on the line for them. And titles aren't on the line in this. So uh-huh. why don't you just take a walk and take the count out? What if Brock walks? <laughs> oh, man. Brock just says, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not losing to this guy. Oh, well, d- You know what? That would actually be ridiculous if that, <laughs> guy, if that happened. <laughs> I might be mad at him. That may make me boo Brock Lesnar if that happens. Boo Rock. Yeah, boo Rock. That's right. So, 
All right. Well, I think that about covers everything. All right. So we'll be back next weekend for episode 22. Woo! The hated Emmett Smith episode. No. Hey, boo. Know. Boo. I love Emmett. <laughs> of, uh, well, next week will be the repeat and the podcast. So eat, sleep, podcast, repeat next week and rinse. <laughs>